Well, Ulysses, it is a Friday, and we figured, why not? Let's have a little trivia and name that war action and answer some mailbag questions at the same time. Make it a fun Friday, if you will. This is like combining our favorite episodes together, mailbags and trivia and name that war. So let's get started right now. You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sombrano. And we are the host of the Locked On Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making us your very first listen every day. Be sure to check out and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Locked on Rays. You can also follow, uh, find us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked on Rays and email us anytime, Locked on Rays at gmail.com. All right, let's get right into these mailbag questions before we close the show with trivia and name that war. This first one from Steve Rains he says, How did our offense go from its 2022 performance to what we're seeing now? Changes from last season, Wander's healthy, Bilau is healthy, Josh Lowe is a regular, Luke Rayleigh is a regular, Bethancourt is a regular, Siri is a regular. 2022 team stats, WRC plus 101, 15th in the league, OPS 686 as a team, 25th in the league, batting average 239, 17th in the league. Compare that with 2023. The team stats, WRC plus 141. First in all of baseball, OPS 854 first, batting average 272 first as well. Who or what would you guys call the catalyst? Or better yet, who or what are the top three catalysts for this offensive change? Fantastic question, Steve, uh, as always, and thorough because he's even including evidence to um, to his question. So thank you for that, Steve. Look, man. I think you kind of answered your own question uh, at the top there. Wander yeah. is healthy, and Wander is a really good, talented offensive player. Bilau is healthy. And although right now, yes, he has been struggling, but he also had a really hot streak there where he was carrying the offense. And it seems that now, lately, he has been waking up too. So we're going to see now that hot streak by Brendan Lau again. Luke Rayleigh has surprised everybody. Josh Lowe is a legit 2020 threat for this season. Bethancourt, have you guys seen what Mike Zunino is doing? Well, don't because it, you know, it might feel like a kick in the plums for uh for Guardians fans. Like it, he's what, crapping in his catcher's gear. Is that what he's doing? Dude, legit. I think I read that uh he had 41 strikeouts in 83 plate appearances like he's legit pulling a 50 percent strikeout rate around that neighborhood around that zip code so he's turning Steve, into chris davis and adam dunn except, before our eyes yeah, i mean my goodness so steve it's everything man it's 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 these guys being healthy it's the rookie stepping up uh if i had to make the podium if you won the three catalysts I'd have to go with Wander Franco, Yandy Diaz, and Randy Rosarena. That top of the lineup, uh, those are the guys. Um, and, and then if you want it to be cute, 
in the podium then say, hey, you know, it's it's the guys that don't get a lot of praise. It is the Luke Rayleigh's. It is the Josh Lowe's. And it is the Jose series. Uh, you could go anywhere with this yeah. question. But I will close with this before I want to hear your uh, take, Kevin. I All of those things are fine and dandy. And being first in WRC plus OPS and batting average is delicious. Let's, you know, these these stats are nice as of May 19th, but they don't they don't have to and most likely will not be that way in September or October. Like they are very hot right now. It it has to come to a point where the bubble will burst uh hopefully not for every one of these guys maybe some of them hopefully they don't all go into a funk at the same time that would be nice but let's just you know uh have that expectation that it has to normalize yeah all you uh florida realtors out there at some point the housing market's gonna kaboom keep in mind similar case could be with the Rays offense but I think um, you and Steve uh, really uh, emphasized it well, health being the major factor, Yandy, B, Lau, Wander, all those other guys. I think um, I wasn't expecting quite the punch from Luke Rayleigh and Josh Lowe and others that we've seen this season. And I think that's another factor. These young players, the Rays are unlike so many other teams where the uh, other teams may sign veterans or, or keep players around and, at some point, they're going to depreciate in value and performance. But the Rays, because they have young players, hopefully on the upswing, their development curve, their growth, their experience, their learning how to navigate the waters. Like Wander Franco is like a growth stock, basically. Like what he's what he did last year, we saw what he's doing this year. What he's going to do next year is going to be amazing. And I think there's a lot of that with um, the players on this roster. And, and you know, maybe something to Randy and Yandi finally getting the, the payday or the paydays they deserve, uh, be it through arbitration or a long-term contract. I think that certainly helps, um, you know, not to, to say the obvious here, but I think the easier schedule to begin the season, able to get into a little bit of a rhythm helps things. Having an entire spring training at the trop uh, can't hurt things either. Uh, the rules changes. Uh, you know, on uh, pitching staffs and, and catchers having to focus on the base runners and, and just getting acclimated to um, working more quickly than before. I think the Rays have definitely capitalized uh, off of that. And in the offseason, there was the big uh, storyline of the front office and the coaching staff focusing less so on mechanics and getting buried into the minutiae and just I think simplifying it thing, uh, simplifying things for the players in the roster and saying, Hey, just focus on swinging at better pitches. Yep. And we're, we're seeing that, that work. And if you look up and down the board, it seems like uh, guys are, are barreling things more and the launch angles transform. So um, those are probably just some of the factors that I can think of uh, off the top of my head or, or doing some note taking. I, I want to point out two names that none of us said but I want to put them on right now. Isaac Paredes. I mean, the the jump in production that this guy is, yeah. is seeing right now is, is unreal. Like, he already has more than half of the hits that he had last year. He played 111 games. He's played in 39, I believe, in 39 this year. 
and already has more than 50% of the hits from last year. So he is doing fantastic things uh, offensively. The on-base percentage is, is, is increasing by the day. Terrific. And another guy, Taylor Walls. Right. I mean, you, you want to see what the catalyst if that everybody is producing. Everybody. I mean, Taylor Walls was just named like MLB all-team at third base the other day. I mean, Taylor Walls. It's 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 crazy what he's doing. I mean, he has a, nine, a more than a 900 OPS. He is about the 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 home run total that he had last year with eight. So he's right there. I mean, it, it's so it's it's everybody, man. It's literally everybody. Yeah, and uh, look, the Rays aren't going to keep up this pace, but uh, the offense is definitely uh, so much more improved than last year and the Rays didn't really have to do much. They didn't have to go out and sign that big free agent or two or three or whatever it may be. They pretty much stood pat. Everybody was angry and upset. The offense is going to be crap again. And I think the Rays knew a little bit of something that we didn't know there. Um, they they probably realized that, okay, Wander's going to have some progress. Uh, Randy's going to have some progress. Taylor's going to have some progress. Isak's going to have some progress. Siri's going to have some progress. And uh, it's all clicking as of right now, which is a good thing. Uh, we've got another mailbag question to get to. But first, we have to tell you about our new sponsor called So Rare. So Rare is a revolutionary fantasy baseball game and place transforming officially licensed digital cards featuring players from across all 30 MLB teams. Unlike other fantasy baseball platforms, so rare managers truly own their fantasy experience, collecting, buying, selling, and competing with player cards against global opponents to win epic rewards. Win or lose, you still own your cards, and there is no cost to play. Plus, the more you win, the more you advance, collecting increasingly powerful cards and accessing next-level competitions and rewards. So... Head over to so rare.com slash locked on. That's spelled so rare, S O R A R E.com to draft your team of free player cards, set your lineup, and start competing today to win epic rewards. Again, that's so rare.com slash locked on to start playing today. All right, getting to this uh, next mailbag question from Ben Rosa, our good buddy, our good friend, a longtime listener. Uh, he says, your assessment regarding the pitch clock was spot on. Thank you for that. Uh, his question is this, though. Can you do an episode or a segment on any potential relievers and starters the Rays could trade for? Ooh, well, first of all, hey, Ben, uh, thank you for being an everydayer for us. And hopefully everybody that's listening becomes an everydayer as well. Um, relievers or starters, where do you want to start? Uh, pff, starters, let's do okay. it. We've uh, I've I've got nightmares of Drew Rasmussen and Jeffrey Springs and have uh, nightmares of Tyler Glass now getting hurt again or not staying healthy. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel you. I think a lot of race fans do have those nightmares too. Okay. Well, you know what? I'm going to keep it simple. Uh, you know, I love this guy. You know how I feel about him. You know that he's an X-ray and you know that he's killing it on the West coast. Yes. His name is Alexander Cobb. 
the cobber. Okay. Go back. Yes, I'm going back to the cobber. In 51 in, in, innings pitch, he has a 194 ERA. He's striking out guys at a 21% clip, uh, 6% walk rate, a 3.17 FIP. I like that. I like even better his 88.1% left on base uh, rate. So the strand rate on how he's leaving those those base runners uh, uh, without scoring. I like that 88.1%. That is really really high, really, really effective. Um, of course, not every pitcher is going to be uh, perfect. They will have their flaws. Alex Cobb, he does have a kind of high whip right now at 1.35. So at 1.4 whip, that's that's a lot of traffic. That's a lot of mm-hmm. traffic. Now, you can say that maybe some of those hits that he has been letting in, well, could a, an improved defense uh be a little bit better for him in those numbers yeah okay but maybe not everything um the 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 fact that it's that kind of high does kind of worry me uh, worry me a little bit and the last thing that i'll say that worries me about him is that he's getting hit hard his hard hit percentage is around the the, i think it's in the 12th percentile so really really low he is getting hit hard so that worries me. However, you put everything on the scale, you add that he has been durable, you add that he has an option for next year at an affordable $10 million. I think Alex Cobb is is, is a really good piece to, to, to try to get. And he knows what the Rays are all about. He's been exposed for that uh, to that environment for many, many years. So it could just be business as usual and a nice uh, renaissance and uh, deja vu for for him and the franchise as well. Now you mentioned that ten million dollar option, so that is a club option for twenty twenty four. There's a two million dollar buyout tied to that. If you were the Rays, you'd be willing to pull the trigger there yeah i, I, I okay. mean yeah I'm, I'm, it's two million dollars like I don't, I don't feel like that that's that should your hands should not be tied for two right. million dollars no yeah no that that was kind of the name that came up to me as well and uh i focused on uh i mean there's a lot of other candidates out there i know that topkin has brought up the possibility of chris flexen uh the cardinals will have three starting pitchers headed to free agency, including Jordan Montgomery and Jack Flaherty. Mm-hmm. The Nationals had Chad Cool, um, White Sox, Lucas Giolito, Dylan Cease, but I think the asking price would be outside of uh, the Rays realm there. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how that all shapes up and plays out. I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing what Taj Bradley can do and Yanni Torinos can do going forward and how healthy – Tyler Glass now and the others can be um, with that. Uh, so yeah, that's the I guess the the starting pitching end of things. And I mean we we haven't we we can't totally rule out the fact that Rasmussen could possibly return later on this season as well. Yeah, yeah, sure. And I know I know Yanni has just been sent down, but that's just because they needed arms. Uh, Tash uh, going on. On Thursday could have a possibility of staying up. So yeah, you have you have arms, but if you wanted to go look outside, there are some guys that might be available yeah. for the right price. I agree with you. I don't think Giolito or Dylan Sees would be uh, in the race plans because I think they would be. Uh, I think a little bit of, of an overpay. Yeah. 
Um, so relievers, any names that stick out to you, or is it just a case of, hey, uh, we don't need Brad Hand, we don't need Araldus Chapman, we don't need, uh, you know, the the punchy names. We just need them to patchwork it together one way or the other. And uh, for Pete Fairbanks and Jason Adam and Sean Armstrong and Andrew Kittredge to be healthy and stay healthy. No, I want arms. No. Okay. All right. <laughs> I want relievers. Um, I do have a name. I, I tried to go under the radar here for Ben Rosa and for other locked on race listeners. Like don't, don't just listen to the big names. So I, I did some research and I found out that there is this uh, guy called Lucas Sims from the Cincinnati Reds in almost 12 innings. He has a 32% K rate. That is fantastic. The Rays need punch outs. This guy will punch you and your mother out. Uh, he doesn't care. Uh, 32%. Uh, he only has allowed three hits in those 12 innings. He has walked seven guys. So hmm. the walk rate is a very bit high at 15%. So don't hate me on this. Everybody has their flaws. I know, but I think that with Kyle Snyder and the race pitching lab saying, Hey, look, trust your stuff. Just put it over the middle and it's going to work out. I, I I feel like that, that, that might be uh, helpful. He also like Alex cop does get hit very, very hard around the 15th, 20th percentile in hard hit rate. But I did like the fact uh, that he had a 321 FIP, and you know the strand rate left on base uh, percentage. I love that stat. How many guys are you leaving on the bases without scoring? And Lucas Sims has an impressive 92%. That's exactly what you want in a reliever. And then you can just answer me, well, you don't want a reliever that walks people. Well, people, you know, I'm, I'm trying to I'm doing my best here. I, I, yeah. I found you know, somebody who can punch out people. So that is my offer is Lucas Sims. Okay, that's fair. Uh, let me actually reverse things a little bit. Go back to the starting pitching end of things. Uh, you mentioned you want Alex Cobb. So that means you don't want Ryan Yarbrough. Uh, no, I, I, I hope he's doing fine after. He's he not, got... by the way. Okay. Yeah, no, I, ho I hope he's doing fine. But uh, no, I, I would I would much rather have. Alex Cobb. Okay. The reason I bring that up is because there actually is another guy in the Royals that I would like the Rays to look at and ah, spotlight. I got you. You know who I'm who, who am I talking about? You're you want that veteran uh leadership in the clubhouse, don't you? And who would that be? That would be the weirdo, Zach Granke. I actually wasn't going there, but sure, we could add him to the list, but I'm looking for a guy who is still young enough to eat up innings. And that's what I'm looking for is a Joe Blanton. That's what I want at this point. I don't need to get cute. I don't need to get, I don't okay. need the, the shiniest piece of gold or silver. Just give me a nice uh, hunk of metal. That's going to, going to work for me. A nice hunk of steel. Um, Brad Keller. Okay. Okay. I mean, look, his career ERA is, you know, 4.8 or 5. I mean, it's actually a little bit better than that. But um, I know when Brad Keller starts a season, he's going to end the season somewhere between 140 to 150 to 160 innings. Every year, you can bank it and book it that he's going to um, post for you. And I think that's what the Rays need. 
So you just want a guy that is there that's going to be durable to eat innings no matter how quality they are. You just need somebody to – not saying they're terrible quality. So right now he's got a 4.36 ERA for his career 4.25 ERA. And again, if you want the the shiny toy, you better pay up. It's going to cost you. better be willing to part with, uh, dare I say it, a Kyle Manzardo, Curtis Mead. I'm looking at parting with uh, Vidal Brujan or a Jonathan Aranda – something of that ilk to get a, a Brad Keller versus a, a flashier name. Yeah. Same, same. I, I I'm not parting with me, Manzardo or Tosh. So that those three are off the, yeah. the reservation, man. But like, Greg Jones, Jonathan Aranda, but El Brujan, you're on the clock. You're on the block. Yeah. Yeah. You're more, more of on the, on the availability um, side of things, but no, that, I mean that, that, that's good. So you, you want to cover innings. Okay. That's, that's not a, that's not a bad argument. I mean, right now the, the, the the Rays are are really suffering through injuries, uh, and so getting somebody that can post is going to be very very um, helpful. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. Yeah. All right. Uh, thank you for that question, Ben. Uh, it is a Friday episode, which means we have baseball trivia named that war. But first, Ulysses, we have to tell the audience about something very very important. I got to tell them something very important. And that very important thing is that. I look good in bear dogs. My goodness, if you could just see me in a pair of bear dogs, you would just be wow. You listen. If you had them on, you you should wear them to the next live read and and show them off a little bit. And 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 do a stand up read. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe do a little that'll... twirl. You know. Yeah, yeah. People got to see these bad boys. Going. I mean, look, the fit. I look better, and I feel great when I wear them. Their stretchy fabric is incredibly comfortable, and they make my legs look amazing. And the versatility of of being able to maybe do some uh, yoga in them, or you know, if you Kevin want to go to the golf course, you can wear those too, mm-hmm. hanging out with people. So they are incredible. So today, today, you got to go to birddogs.com/slash locked on MLB, and when you enter promo code locked on MLB, they'll throw in a free custom bird dogs Yeti style tumbler with every order. So today. Get yourself something that'll make you feel good about yourself and that will make people look at you in a good way by going to birddogs.com slash locked on MLB. Remember to hit that promo code locked on MLB and they will give you a free custom bird dogs Yeti style tumbler with every order. All right. Uh, before we get to baseball trivia, name that war. Um, if you're a listener out there and you're interested in seeing, hey, which teams might be on the selling block which roster should i peruse for potential raise at the trade deadline or before the trade deadline first off are we in agreement that there's not going to be a willie adamas s deal that the rays aren't going to go out and get a starter slash reliever or multiple relievers sometime this month that it's going to be in mid or late july or is everything on the table one more starting pitching injury one more devastating relief I wouldn't put, I, I wouldn't put anything past the Rays. I mean, I I, th- I feel like if the price is right, they will pull the trigger today. Yeah. Um. So so that depends. If today they want, uh, if, the, if the San Francisco Giants call in and say, "Hey, uh, are you re- ready to part with Vidal Bruhan and Jonathan Aranda for Alex Cobb?" Hey, maybe that's 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 yeah. the price. Um. And and the Rays might uh, might like that. Although Jonathan Aranda is heating up. 
in AAA lately. Uh, so yeah, I, I wouldn't put anything past them. If I had green skittles for this question, I would probably not put the green skittles as something huge is going to happen in May uh, and, yeah. and more towards late June, early July. That's fair. But uh, start looking at the rosters of the Athletics, the Cardinals, the Giants, the Nationals, the Reds. Yep. The Rockies, the Royals, the Right the Pirates, uh, the White Sox. Yeah. The Pirates. Yeah. They're falling off, man. Of yeah. All right. Uh, baseball trivia. What do you got? Well, before baseball trivia, I do want to say uh, I hope Willie Adamas uh, has a tremendous season. I hope Mike Brasso has a tremendous season. Uh, just not against the race. So. That. Well, we can count on Willie Thomas not having a good showing offensively. At oh, the my God. I didn't even try to set you up for that. And that was beautiful. Yeah. That was great. Okay. I'm just looking at the numbers here. So. Yeah. Yeah. We know how he does it at, at the trop. Uh, okay. So, for trivia today, we are talking poll percentage. In front of me, I have a list of all 13 position players for the race that have taken at least 30 plate appearances. There are six of these 13 players, six, that are pulling the ball more than 40% of their batted ball events. Can you name these six raised players? Uh, Paredes has to be one. Uh, he's not only one, but he is number one in the list with 53.8%. That makes sense. Um, okay. I will say Brandon Lau. You would be correct. And it's like you're going in order. 45.9%. He is at number two. I will say Luke Rayleigh. Luke Rayleigh is correct. And again, in order, number three on the list with 43.3%. Was it a very easy question, people? Put it down in the comments. I should just name power lefties, quite frankly. Um, now we're getting into a little bit tougher action and angle. I'm going to say Josh Lowe. You just hit number four on the list at 43%. Something tells me this was a very easy question, and I'm hoping Name the War is also this friendly, but it probably will not be, people. Yeah. Um, okay. I will say Taylor Walls. Strike one. Hmm. I will say... Yeah, this is tough. Because just about everybody else that off the top of my head can kind of smack it the other way. Uh, very well balanced. Um, Jose Siri. He is number five on the list at 42.2%. Okay. Randy Rosarena. Strike two. Okay. I figured that. He has really been using all fields. Yeah. I kind of want to say Wander, but I'm going to hold off on that. Who am I missing? Okay. Number four and number six. I thought I named five already. Paredes, Lau, Rayleigh. Low and Siri. Oh, you didn't mention low. Sorry. Yeah. So you're just missing number six. All right. Um, Christian Bethencourt. Strike three. You did very well. You did Thank very you. well. There's nothing to put the chin down, put that chin up and shoulders back. 
number six, you did kind of mention him. Wander bleeping Franco. At From the left side, right? percent Yeah. Not bad, man. Great job. Great job. Well, that's the other thing. Going back to the first question from Steve Rains, I mean, the Rays facing so many right-handed uh, pitchers. Yeah. This season, I think it's it's definitely maybe not Brandon Lau especially, but those guys like Luke Rayleigh and Josh Lowe and Wander really being able to, to showcase himself. Others as well in the roster. Um, all right. Name that war. Yeah. The Rays are playing the Brewers, so my guy played for the Brewers for quite a while. Okay. Um, he was an outfielder. Okay. And he was pretty good. I'll just say that. Jeff Jenkins, what is his career war? <laughs> I need you guys to drop it in the comments if you think that's a fair name that war, yes or no um jeff jenkins can you tell me the years uh when he when he retired tell me when he retired 2008 he retired in 08 so let's say and i'll even give you one better oh what he retired in 2008 that year should be memorable for you and for any Rays fan yeah jeff yeah. jenkins was on the phillies at that time when the phillies well will you look at that well, you look at that. I, I honestly don't know if he was on the playoff roster, but he was on the Phillies during the Maybe he got a ring. Yeah, maybe he has a ring. He okay. did get He does have a ring. So. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, 08, so let's say Jeff Jenkins had a 15-year career. Let's also say that you did say he was pretty good. So then that means that that's a, that's a handful of three war seasons. So if you're looking at three times, let's say 10, that'd be 30 plus five of two each. That's 10. 40. Could Jeff Jenkins be a 40 war guy? Possibly. Like Brian Giles. Just sneaky good. Let's. Let's taper the uh, expectations down there. 30, not 40. Let's go right in the middle. We're going to go with 34.5. Wow. I mean, Jeff Jenkins was good. He wasn't that good. Um, Jeff Jenkins played 11 years in the bigs, 10 with the Brew Crew, oh, uh, one with the Phillies, um, one-time All-Star, 221 career homers, 275 career batting average, he hit uh, 34 home runs in 2000. That was his best year by all intents. Oh, my God. This guy, what? You said pretty good. He's like a 17-war guy. Is that not pretty good? It's okay, but pretty good is, like, pretty good. What was Matt Joyce? Was Matt Joyce a pretty good player? He was a good player. Okay, what's Matt Joyce's career war? I believe it's around 15 or 16. And Jeff Jenkins' career war is 21.9. So I want you to retract what you said about Jeff Jenkins, sir. He was a solid player, yes. Matt Joyce's career war, 14.7. Jeff hey, Jenkins, nice. 22, 21.9. All right. Jen Jeff Jenkins, a, a favorite of the podcast. Yeah. I like it. Let me add to it a little bit. Yeah. Like 
Matt Joyce. Uh, he is a franchise partner in the F45 training centers. Look at that. Wow. Yeah. You had that in the back pocket like a katana. Uh, I looked it up. Um, not in Florida, not in the Tampa Bay area, but in the Phoenix area, Jenkins does that. And he is fourth on the Brewers' all-time career home run list, trailing only X, Y, and Z. Throwing a little trivia into it, can you name those three? Prince Fielder. He is, yes, on this list. Corey Hart. No. Richie Sexton. No. Molitor? Who? Molitor? No. Uh, Robin Yunt. Oh, Robin Yunt. And a guy who played alongside Fielder. Man, that was a good 3-4 combination for years. He may or may not have had a performance-enhancing scandal that really... uh, Oh, Braun, of course. Yeah, Ryan Braun. That was that was nasty. That Bronx, was a nasty man. punch back back to back. <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. So, Ooh. there it is, Ooh. Jeff Jenkins. You should Very put good. it in the comments. Was that a fair name that war? Was it an unfair name that war? I would like to know. I, yeah, me I, I need people. I, yeah, I need people on Fridays. Yeah, I need people on Fridays war. to to kind of give us a feedback on if the trivia questions or the name that war are fair or not. Should we were uh, middle schoolers. In college, high school, we yeah should have watched some Jeff Jenkins. I think it's well, he retired in two thousand eight. I was looking at Matt Joyce's thing. If you were an adolescent, if you're our age, you're an adolescent when Jeff Jenkins was in his prime. That's all that needs to be said. So there it is. All right. I uh, hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe, and we will talk to you next week.